Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome again to Word of Life Ministries. God bless you. We thank you for being here. We thank you for coming, for joining us to hear the Word of God. Glory be to God. We thank God for Jesus. We thank God for you guys. We thank you for your faithfulness that you tune in regularly to listen to, to Pastor Marlo and myself. We thank you that you love Jesus above all things. We thank you because you share this uh, gospel. You share this message. We thank you for your um, financial support. We thank you for your prayers for this ministry. We do thank you. And we glory. We glory in Christ Jesus. I want you guys to just rejoice. The scripture came to me. Just rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. It doesn't matter what situation. It doesn't matter the circumstance. We rejoice in the Lord. Because we are so thankful that he first loved us. And we love the Lord. We thank him. And we thank um we thank you guys so, so very much. You have no idea how it blesses us to hear, to hear the, um, and to read the comments, to hear the comments, to hear the, uh, the testimonies, to hear what the Lord's doing in your life. It is such a blessing. And we know, and you know, it's the word of God that's, in, that's been settled in your heart. It's faith that he's placed in your heart. And we just thank God for that. Glory be to God. So here we are today, another Sunday, another day that our Lord hath made. Here we are because of his love towards us. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Pastor's going to come forth, and I know, with a dynamite message. We love, um, we love hearing from our pastor. We love when the Lord puts things on his heart to minister to us. Uh, for some time, as you know, we've ministered on, on pride for a couple of months. And we trust and believe that through the word of God, that the Spirit showed you some things. And that some things in your life has been corrected. That some things in our life has been corrected. Because the desire of our heart is to please the Lord. So, Pastor's going to come forth with this. I'm excited about the message. I know you're excited about the message or you wouldn't be here ever, all the time. But I want to remind you guys. To hit, send up the heart button. Send up the heart. Send up the heart. And at the end, like last week, there was a, uh, what do you call it, grand finale? You know, the you know, fireworks go out and all these hearts go up. Let's end it. Let's end throughout the message, but let's just end the message today with that grand finale. Because we love, we love the word of God. And please, I'm, gonna, I'm reminding you again to please share this message. And Pastor may remind you again later to share the message, but please share the message because if you're blessed, imagine others are going to be blessed too. And you're, pay, you're playing your part in blessing others as well. So again, get your Bibles, get your pen and your paper, take notes, listen in, with your heart. Um, just love on Jesus throughout this message. Just love on Jesus because he loves you. So we're bringing forth, pastors bringing forth the message of good news because the word of God is always good news. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you this morning, sweetie. Thank you. Jesus. Praise God. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. You excited about Jesus? Yes, yes. we are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Shed some light on it. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, shed some light on it. Hallelujah. Turn the light on, please. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I'm excited to be here this morning. I mean, just for so many reasons. I'm, I thank God that I'm delivered. That I'm delivered from, from everything that's not like God. And I've been born into his family. And if you're a believer, so have you. You're in the family of the Most High God. Hallelujah. You know, Amen. we say here, at, uh, this is what, this is uh, our profession, that we're live ministry, this church, is a church that's birthed out of Christ. It's to be like our victorious Christ. Mm. A victorious church, and listen to this, a companion with him, with our Lord Jesus Christ in his glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. You know, you can't get any more, you can't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. That we would be, we would be victorious in His victory, and that, and that we would be a companion with Him in His glory, in His victory, and and uh, and and you know, it's just a blessing. You know, whether you know it or not, that's who you are if you're a born again believer. That's who you are. You can't do nothing about it. Now you can not live in it, but I don't think you want to do that either. I think you'd rather live and walk mm -hmm. in His victory. You know, what Jesus Christ did for us, he did uh, willingly. He did as a man. He came to this earth as a man to do something for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. And he brought us, he brought us out of darkness and, 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 and he brought us into light. And, you know, this is just not something that... Uh, it's not just something that, you know, this life isn't a life that we get when we get to heaven. This is a life that we have right now. I, I tell people all the time, we have eternal life. Life without beginning and life without end. The moment we got born again, glory to God. The moment that we got born again, we received this life. And, and, and God's intent was for everything to change for us. Everything to change. Not that we would be weak, but that we would become strong because... We're no longer operating in our own power and our own strength. We're operating by the grace of God. Glory to God. Everybody remember what God's grace is. It's his ability. It's his strength. It's his capacity. Living on the inside of us. Put on the inside of us. The same grace that changed us through faith. That changed us through faith. That saved us through faith. God said we are his workmanship. Glory to God. Aren't you glad that you're his workmanship? Let me say that again. He says that you are, we are his workmanship. Not, you know, the verse before that says, not of works that lest any man can boast, but we are his workmanship. And he is working in us. Glory to God. His grace is working in us. Thank you, Jesus. God's intent was for us to be victorious, to live out a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Let me take a quick look over at Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. Romans 5, 17 tells us, it says, uh, glory to God. Romans 5, 17 says, For if, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, that would be the first Adam, death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundant, receive 
abundance of grace, abundance of grace, and the gift of righteousness, hallelujah, shall reign, listen, listen to this, shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. That we shall reign in what life? And no, no. Our reigning doesn't start after we leave here. Our reigning starts right now. Glory to God. This is what he has provided for us. That we would reign in life, in this life, by one Jesus Christ. He never intends for us to lose a battle. Because he's won every battle for you. He's won every battle for me. And he wants us to take our place. We're going to look at something here. One of the, uh, I'm going to go over and we're going to talk today about um, Jesus uh, and his humanity. Okay, there's been a lot of argument about that. You see, Jesus was a perfect example to the believer of what to do and what to be in every area of life. He was a perfect example. You see, in his earthly life and ministry, he showed us two very important things. The first thing was he showed us, he showed God to man. Let me say that again. Jesus showed God to man. He, he let us see God. Amen? Amen? And the second thing, he showed us what a man full of the power of God could do. Full of the grace of God. And both of these things were accomplished by the grace of God that worked in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Let me say it again. They were both accomplished by the grace of God, by the ability of God. Okay? And so it's critical that we begin to understand, that we understand, that we have right understanding of Jesus' humanity, of his humanity. Because if we don't, then we're going to, we're going to limit all that God can do in our lives. We have to understand the humanity of our Lord and of our Savior as he walked in this earth. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because failure to see it, or, or to see Jesus as a man full of grace, results in failure to see yourself full of grace also. And you receive grace when? The moment you got in faith. And you received all the grace that you will ever need. Glory to God. Yes. Matter of fact, we just looked over Romans 5, 17. He said, an abundance. An abundance of grace. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So one of the most perverted doctrines of the Antichrist spirit revolves around the humanity of Jesus Christ. All right, And you see in the early church, the Gnostics, they basically said, they, they, they basically did not believe that Jesus Christ uh, came as a human or, or you know, uh, as a man. And, you know, and, and so, so the, the writers of the, Old, of the New Testament, they had to address it. All right. And they had to address the, the New Testament scripture. And you can see this today in, 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 in mainline Christianity. But I want you to look at something. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. 
1 John chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. Bear with me, I'm going to get over here in just a second. I forgot to charge my iPad. <laughs> 1 John chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. I'm almost there. And it says this. I'll read verse 1. Beloved, that's you and me, beloved. We're, we're beloved because we're in a beloved. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. And hereby we know, or here, hereby know we, you, the spirit of, of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, in the flesh, is of God. Let me read it again. It's that important. Hereby you know, or hereby know you, the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus is come in the flesh is not of God. And that this is the spirit of Antichrist. Let me say it again. It's the spirit of what? Of Antichrist. Amen? Antichrist is against God. It's against Jesus Christ. It's against his, what he's done for us. Whereof you have uh, heard that it should come, uh, I'm sorry, even now already is it at work. It's, in, it's at work now, the spirit of Antichrist. It was at work then, and it's at work right now. Because if we don't see the, if we don't understand the, if we don't understand the, uh, the humanity of Jesus Christ, we're not going to get a whole lot accomplished. We're not going to, our believing is limited. Our believing is limited. We're always going to, we're going to stand on the outside looking in. When we're, when we've been placed on the inside. Amen. We've been placed on the inside, and we're to live from the inside. We're not to live from the outside looking in, but we're supposed to live from the inside. Mm. And that what's on the inside, what Jesus has done for us, should manifest where? Yeah. On the outside. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we have to have right understanding of these things. We have to know that Jesus Christ was here as a man. I want you to understand. It was a man that sinned. It was a man who brought sin into the world. All you got to do is go back to Romans 5.17. What does it say? For by one man's offense, death reigned. Much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. In other words, it was a man who brought sin into the world. It would have to be a man that took sin where? Out of the world. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So the early Gnostics denied Jesus actually became a man. Oh, like we are, you know, in the flesh. So in response, John wrote that any teaching that denies the humanity of Jesus is influenced by an antichrist spirit. It doesn't mean that that person is, uh, is not saved. It just means that uh, in this particular area of their doctrine, they're under antichrist influence. We don't ever want to be under Antichrist influence uh, at any point in time in our lives. Mm -hmm. 
We don't want that. Because it's, it's, it's an, the Antichrist comes to steer you away from the truth and the reality of God's word. Mm -hmm. I mean, how empowering is it to know that your Lord and Savior who paid a price for you came to this earth and he came to this earth to become a man so that he could do for us that we could, what we couldn't do for ourselves. And so that not only that, is so that he could empower us to do the things that he did. Glory to Ooh. God. That the Father through him could empower, empower us to do the things that he did. Amen? Amen? Let's look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10, 38. Please write these verses down. I hope that you're writing them down. And I hope that you will uh, you know, go back and examine these scriptures. Acts chapter 10, 10 verse 38. I'm trying to run words together here. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. It says this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, if he was doing this as God, it would never read that way. All right, let's read it again. Let's read it again. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. God had to anoint him. Why? Because he was here as a man. Right. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. He enabled him to do good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. You know, God is with you and he's in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Philippians, the book of Philippians, and we're going to read chapter 4, no, no, chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. All right, and it says here, in, uh, verses 5 through 8, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery, robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon, the form of, uh, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the, say it again, listen now, and was made in the likeness of men. He was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion, as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. Look at that. He humbled himself. Mm -hmm. He emptied himself. He emptied himself. He emptied all the power that he had. All the power that he had in heaven. When he came to earth, he came here as a man. And he had to rely. Let's look at a couple of more verses so we can see this. John chapter 8, verse 28. John 8, 28. John chapter 8, verse 28 says this. Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then, I'm sorry, I'm reading 27. No, that's right. Here we go. And then shall you know 
that I am he and that I do nothing, what? Of myself. I am he. I do nothing of myself, but as my father has taught me, I speak these things. So he's not doing anything independently of God. Even though he was he was with God, he was equal with God, he was the word of God, he does nothing independently of God because he's here as a man. He's here as a man, all right, as like we are. He's here as a man, and he's relying on his father as like we what? Should. 519. 519. Then answers Jesus and said uh, unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. The son can do nothing of himself. But what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also uh, doeth the Son likewise. So here he is. He's emulating his Father. He's doing what his Father would do. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. You see, we should be doing what we see Jesus do. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let me give you one last scripture because we need to, we need to see this. We need to see, see this. Go to, uh, not one last scripture, but I'm going to give you another scripture to change this. Luke chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse 40. Luke chapter 2 and verse 40. And verse 40 says, And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So when he came into this earth, uh, he grew. He had to grow. Mm -hmm. He grew. Amen. And the grace of God, he grew in wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. So here we see it again. He needed the grace of God because the grace of God because he was here as what? As a man. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. And you see God, you know, we have the grace of God on the inside of us. We have the grace of God. Let me tell you something. I can't live and walk out this life uh, without the grace of God. I can't stop living the old life that I live without the grace of God. I need the help of the grace of God. Mm -hmm. I fall short. I fall short every time. I have to turn to the grace of God, to the ability and the strength and the capacity of God. This is what my Savior did. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what my Savior did. Amen? Amen. Amen. I, so, so I will fall short every time, and I find myself uh, falling short. And you know what I'm so excited about is that I am actually growing in this grace. Glory to God. Those things that would have your mind bound, your body bound, that I am growing in those things. Amen. I'm, I'm not growing in those things. I'm, I'm, those things, are, uh, you know, they've already been defeated, but I have the grace of God to stand up for me. To empower me to live out this life that we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Aren't you glad this morning? You know Amen. you need the grace of God. If you don't think you need the grace of God, just stick around. You know you got things going on in your life that you don't like. You know you need the grace of God. It's the grace of God that helps you, glory to God, that changes you. Look at, let's look what Jesus did. Hebrews chapter 4. Now we're going to look at verse 16. We'll look at, I believe it's 15 and 16. Hebrews 4, verses 15 and 16. 
Amen. Remember what our testimony was. We want to, that we're birthed out of Christ. Our victorious Christ. Amen. We're birthed out of Christ. Verse 15 says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we were yet without sin. So it says, Let us therefore, therefore meaning what? Therefore, because this is what he did, therefore let us, or therefore, come boldly. Therefore, it didn't say let, it said let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of what? The throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Grace is there to help. Amen. Grace is there to help you where you're weak. Grace is strong. Grace is what? God's ability. Yeah. Grace is God's capacity. Yeah. God's strength working on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Now let's just move over to, to uh, 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 Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. Hebrews 2, 18. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 18 says this. For in that he himself had suffered being tempted. So here we see again that he suffered being tempted. Mm -hmm. That he suffered, Jesus himself suffered being tempted. Amen? Yes. Amen. And he won. <laughs> <laughs> So now he is able to secure us of them that are tempted. Yeah. What does that mean? To secure, to aid or to relieve us. To aid us and to relieve us from our temptations. Glory to God. You know what? When these things became my reality, then I, could, I saw the way out. Then I began to see the victory. Glory to God. He's Listen, this word is alive. Amen. This Bible is alive. Amen. We, we, we've been going down to North Carolina uh, twice a month, and we go down uh, into Lewisburg, North Carolina, and minister to the seniors down there. And these people, some of these people, most of them have been serving their life, serving God uh, their whole life. They've been in church for years. And, you know, some don't like the rest of us. They were serving God, then they went back and, you know, began... The world became their priority, and you know, and but you know, they're older. And I'm telling you right now, I had somebody say to me, "This word, this Bible, this Bible just came alive." They're talking about how the word is coming alive to them. In that ripe old age of 70s and 80s and 90s, we have one lady, 94 years old, and she's hearing these things, and the word is actually coming. You see, the word's already in every believer in the spirit man. Mm -hmm. Amen. Glory to God. The word comes alive. Glory, glory. We should be excited about this. The word comes alive. We don't, we don't hear a bunch of other stuff. We need to hear the word that is alive and working in our hearts. Yeah. That works on the inside of us, Lord. And, 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 and that it transforms us into the image. Transforms us into the very thing that God intended us to be, which is like Christ. Glory yeah. to God. To, to be like Christ. Hallelujah. Nothing less but to be like Christ. Yes. We're going to look at some other verses here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we already looked at Romans 5, 17, but I'm going to say it because I want to say it again, and I'm going to say it because I want it to stick to your heart. For if by one man's offense death reigned, much more they which receive an abundance of grace, that's you and me, 
We received it. Whether you take it or not, you received it. An abundance of grace and the gift, the free gift of righteousness. What is that? The ability to stand in the presence of the Father as a son or a daughter. Without a sense of guilt, without a sin consciousness, without a sense of fear. All right? Glory to God. The gift of righteousness, it's a free gift. You can't earn it. And it says, shall reign. Shall reign. Reign over what? All the circumstances. Sickness, poverty, disease. We shall reign in this life. We shall reign. Rule and reign. How? With Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We shall reign in him. We're found in him. You know what he did? Actually, what took place was on the cross was a life exchange. Mm -hmm. He took our old nasty life, buried it in hell, and he rose, and he gave us his new life. Mm -hmm. He gave us his life. So if he gave us his life, then we should be living in his life. Mm -hmm. You know how the enemy, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him in a minute. We shall be reigning in this life. And then, and then you know, a lot of us are, are, are you know, begging God to do things and, 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 and we live in fear and, and we're just begging God to do things that he's already done. Mm -hmm. We're asking God to do things when he says, I've given you the ability. Mm -hmm. I've given you the strength. I've given you my armor. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 6. These words are so small. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6. Let's look at this. He says there in verse 10. Watch this now. He says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He never asked you to be strong in your own strength. Amen. The power of his might. And we'll talk about this as we go on. It says... Put on the whole armor of God. So he's given you armor. Armor is to do what? You're protected. He wants you to use the armor. You're protected. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That you may be able to stand against the plans. These wiles are plans. They're schemes. And they're strategies that set against you. That you may be, may be able to stand against the plans, the schemes, and the strategies of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. No, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We don't battle in our own strength. We don't battle in our own strength. We don't battle against other people. We don't battle in, in what we can do in the flesh. But against principalities, against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And he says here, so those devil and all his demons and all those that are influenced by his demons and all the demonic influences, uh, any way you want to look at it, they're coming at you. Remember, he's got plans set against you. He's got schemes set against you. And he's got strategies set against you. He wants you to fail. Remember Jesus said that the enemy, that the devil, Satan, or what is that? The devil comes to steal to kill and destroy. And he wants to do it. He wants to crush you. He wants to defeat you and crush you uh, and destroy you. 
Amen? Amen. Amen. And we're not going to have it, are we? No. We're not going to have it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, let me keep going because I want you to see some things here. All right. All right. I've got something else to read, just a little small. <laughs> Glory to God. Against the plan, where am I? Verse, um, hold on one second. I'll get there. Verse 12. All right, it says, Well, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. All right. But in verse 13, he says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. Having your loins girded about with truth. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. What does that mean? It means that, that your feet are... are fitted with shoes uh, where you are, you will always, you know the gospel, you rely on the truth of God's word, all right, uh, the truth, the reality, the truth is yours, you live in the truth, you should, your life should only be affected by the truth of God's word, amen? amen. Thank you, Jesus, it should only be affected by the truth of God's word, and then you will share the truth, you will minister the good news Notice what I said, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news. Yeah. Amen? Yes. Amen. You'll stand ready. You'll stand ready to preach the good news. You, first of all, to believe the good news and to preach Amen. the good news, to speak the good news. Amen? Amen. And he says, the... Uh, your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. What does the breastplate do? It covers you. It covers and protects all of your organs, front and back. It covers your organs. In other words, it protects your heart. It guards your heart. It guards your heart. And your heart needs to be guarded because your heart is the place to where the Spirit of God meets with you. Communes with you yeah. in your heart. Your heart is a passageway, listen to this, of the life that's in your recreated spirit. Because in when you got born again, everything that you will ever need, everything about you has changed. You're now not working with your old nature, but you have, now have the life and the nature of God on the inside of you. That's why I like when it says over... I believe it's Romans chapter 8, 16. It says, the spirit bears witness with my spirit that I am a child of God, that we are the children of God. What does that mean? It means that when the spirit looks in, it sees the life of God. Glory to God. When he looks in you, it sees the life of God. It has no expectation for you to fail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It has the life of God when the spirit looks on the inside of you. So you have the breastplate of righteousness So to, to guard your heart. So that's why in, over in Proverbs, the scripture tells you to guard your heart. Proverbs chapter 4, I believe it's verse 19, I believe. Guard your heart. What does that mean? It's to be, be careful what you let go through this ear gate and these eye gate and get into your heart. <laughs> be careful what you allow uh, to get into your heart through your five senses. The only thing you should be feeling... Whew, let me tell you a seat. Let me Come tell you on. something. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> the only thing that you should be letting get in and seat is the word of God. Because when the word of God, come on now, when the word of God, when you're constantly putting that into your, through your soul, man, and it gets into your heart, listen now, mm. it gets into your heart, it is actually a witness to what's already in your recreated mm. spirit. I'm going to give you a perfect example oh, of this. I begin to, this young man gave his life to the Lord a couple, about a month, maybe a little more than a month ago, down in Alabama, well, he was here, he's from Alabama. And so we've been conversing with him and having Bible study with him. He just started getting on our Wednesday night Bible study, and and uh, he uh, got on. Uh, uh, and, and and I have a personal Bible study with him for an hour on Saturday mornings for the last I think three or four weeks. And so it's so awesome to hear him say. Now he's new to the Word. He's new in the Word. He's been watching YouTube videos and hearing all kind of stuff from people and. You know, people's had these visions and people that, you know, supposed to be, you know, preaching the gospel or whatever. And he was living in fear. And boy, let me tell you, I, we started going through the word with him and he would just burst out. I see it. I see it. You know, he saw it in his heart. Amen. Because the, the truth was, was witnessing together in his heart. His heart. The word of God and the spirit of God were working together on the inside of him. He said, I see it. I see it. Now, never mind this old doctrine that we've been taught and all this old stuff. It, it didn't even make any sense. He, he was not positioned or affected by that. He, he, just, he would just blurt out, I see it. And my wife would sit there and she would say, she said, oh, I love him. <laughs> and he's just on fire. And he went through some traumatic stuff in his life. And, and, he, and, and, and now he feels the freedom. He's experiencing the freedom. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. And it says, and, and, and it says, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we talked about that. And then uh, above all, take the shield of faith. The shield, let me, let me say it again. The shield of faith. Wherewith you shall be able to quench how many? All. All the fiery darts of the wicked. For those of you think that you're going that are believers and think you're gonna walk in this earth and darts aren't gonna be flying, uh, uh, shot at you, you are wrong as two left shoes. Let me tell you, they're gonna be shot, but it's gonna be the shield of faith that's gonna that's gonna deliver them. That's yes. gonna that's going to uh, quench them. That's gonna stop them in their tracks. The shield. It didn't say some. It says all. The shield of faith. I trust God. I believe. What Jesus did for me. I believe what Jesus said about me. I believe I was truly buried with him in baptism. The old man is dead. And I believe that I have a new life in Christ Jesus. And I believe that the new life that Christ has is mine. Why? Because his word says so. No other reason. Because his word says it. If he says that I should walk in the newness of life, then I should walk in the newness of life. I know if he says that I can do it, that he's going to give me the ability to walk in the newness of life. Amen. You don't get no better than that, bro. You hear me? You don't get no better than that. That we have the ability to walk in the newness of life. So I have the shield of faith. The shield of faith, what it means is, any. let me say this, anything that's not like God, my faith 
I have, because and I, I don't believe it belongs to me. I won't receive it. My faith won't allow, allow me to see it because the faith that I have in my heart that's operating can only see what God says is mine. Come on now. And watch this. It just gets gooder and gooder. <laughs> Amen. Do you believe it today? Amen. And it says here, and it says here, the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. Whoa. I just talked about, I just talked. The hel what does the helmet protect? It protects your head, doesn't it? So the helmet of salvation protects your mind and your will. And your emotions, your thinking, the, the helmet of salvation. Why? Why? Because you're constantly putting the word in you. In you. All right? You're constantly living from the Spirit. You can live from the Spirit, and now your soul, man, your mind, will, and emotions, rather than being subject to your flesh, look, I had to get there. Rather than being subject to my flesh, now comes alive unto the Spirit. It comes alive unto the reality of God's word. So I'm no longer, I don't no longer have to be controlled by, by my flesh, but now but my mind is protected. My mind is, is protected by the word and the spirit of God. Amen. 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 Oh my goodness. Amen. Do you believe it this morning? Amen. Yes. Amen. The helmet of salvation. And then it says the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Don't you know that when you use that sword that the Spirit goes into action? Do you know that when you, the Word and the Spirit will always work together. Speak the Word, the Spirit's going to move, glory to God. Yeah. Speak the Word in faith, the Spirit is going to move, yeah. glory to God. It's more than just speaking the Word without faith. It's speaking the Word that's in your heart, that's settled in your heart. And now the Spirit can move on your behalf. Oh, glory to God. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He, 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 God's plan is that you would have victorious life. Yes, Lord. And last but not least, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. In the Spirit. Watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. For all saints. We should be praying. We should be praying in the spirit. Yeah. All right. Over in, uh, over at, what is it? It's, uh, I believe, it, is it Jude? I believe it's Jude where it says, verse 20, I believe it is. It says, uh, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up your most, most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So you're building yourself up. Constantly building yourself up. Praying in the natural, praying in the spirit. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. God Amen. always intended for you and me to have the victory. Glory Amen. to God. Yes, Lord. He intends for us to have the victory. Glory to God. And Jesus, through his earth walk, he showed us what we could do as men and women full of, full of the grace of God. Full Amen. of the grace of God. Remember when he said, see if I can find a verse. When he said, the things that I do, you will do also. What, where was that verse at? Um, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't write it down. But Jesus made the statement. He says, these things that I do, shall you do also. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think I wrote the verse. John 14, 
Well, that sounds like it. Get there. Pull it up. Hallelujah. Let's talk about that. John 14, 12. I believe that's it. That is it. I know it's it. John 14, 12. Let me get over there. All right. And Jesus says here, in verse 12, he says, Verily, verily, unto you, I say unto you, uh, He that believeth on me, he that believeth on me, the works that I shall do, the works that I do, shall he also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. He said greater works. How can you do any greater works than, than raising people physically from the dead? Right? How can you do than turning water into wine? Opening blind eyes, healing the sick. He said, greater works than he. He says, you'll do these works. You see, because remember, he was a man. Let's go back. He was a, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and we saw that he was a man that was under the grace of God, the ability and capacity. We are men. God anoints us to do great exploits. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we trust Him and we believe Him. And we recognize, one of the things is we recognize the humanity of Jesus. If we don't recognize the humanity of Jesus, how are we ever going to believe that we can do the things that He said we were going to do? Right. We're going to say it's impossible, we're just men. But Jesus was a man in this earth. He was, yes, He was the Son of God, but He was the Son of Man in this earth. He was in this earth as a Son of Man to do to do what God empowered him to do. And we are his, we are sons of God. You know what I like about this? <laughs> the scripture calls Jesus the firstborn of many brethren. He was the firstborn again believer. He was the firstborn of many brethren. Who's the rest of the born? Who are the brethren? We are the brethren. Amen. He's the firstborn of many brethren. Glory to God. And then going back to the, uh, uh, the 16th verse of uh, Romans chapter 8. Uh, he says here uh, in, in Romans 16, 8. Oh, oh, let me tell you something. Do you know that Jesus was limited in what he could do in this earth? What do you mean, Pastor? He was limited. He was limited. The one thing that Jesus could not do when he was in this earth as a man was he could not get people born again. He couldn't save people. He couldn't get people saved. Why? Because he himself had not died yet. He had not died yet, so he did not have the ability to get men and women saved. But, after his death, burial, and his resurrection, amen, glory to God, he took his blood until he died on the cross. He took his, when he rose, he took his blood into the Holy of Holies and to the Father, and it was approved of the Father. Amen? It was approved of the Father, and then he sat down at the right hand of the Father. At this point, he could get men saved. Glory to God. And so he's telling us that it's our responsibility to get men saved, just to preach the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So then he says, greater things will you do uh, because I go to the Father. You're going to be able to do great exploits because of what I'm about to do. 
But what I'm about to finish, you're going to receive great ex exploits. One of the reasons that the, the church is, is, is really rendered powerless today is, and, and a, lot, a large portion of it is powerless, is because they don't see Jesus uh, in his humanity. And they don't believe what he says. And we're trying to get God to do things that he's already done. He says, I've given you my armor. He says that you're to rule and reign in this earth. He says, I've given you my spirit. I've given you my word. You should rule and reign. You see, we, we should talk. Talk to your body. Talk to your sick body and say, body, you're not supposed to be sick. Jesus healed you. You're healed by the stripes of Jesus. The life of Christ is on the inside of me. We ha I have the life of Christ. He quickens my mortal body. He makes my body alive unto the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. He wants us to speak to circumstances based on the faith that we have in our heart, based on the Word of God that we know. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, glory to God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Do you believe it this morning? Yes, Lord. But if you don't, well, just get the scriptures and read them and ask God to show them to you. Right. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm Hallelujah. excited about it this morning. Yes, Lord. I could jump and yell and shout, but I don't want to disturb a whole lot of people. I want to wake people up. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Glory Lord. to God. God wants us to begin to understand what his grace really is. His grace isn't here to allow you to be a mess, the mess that you are, and still, and, 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 and you know, just, he's not going to enable, enable you to be weak. His grace is not here to allow you to rest and lay in your sin or in your weakness. His grace is here to empower you, to pull you out of that mess, and to walk into what he's purposed for you to walk in. He wants you to walk like Jesus did, uh, First uh, John 4, 17 says, As he is, so are we in this world. didn't say, as he is, we're going to be when we get to heaven. He says, as he is, so are we in this world. Say it with me. As he is, so am I in this world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I hope, you, I hope you receive that word into your heart. I hope it becomes your reality. I hope you'll push the share button if you believe it. I hope you want to be just like God called us to be. To be, uh, You know, God told us to be good stewards over the manifold grace of God. Let me, let me say this before we go. What does that mean? To be good stewards over the manifold grace of God. First of all, what's a manifold? What's a manifold grace of God? It, the manifold, well, it, it allows the energy to go and so many different directions. So there's enough grace to go anywhere it needs to go to fix any situation that needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Any area of your life where you come up short, Thank you, there's enough grace to go there to yes. fix it. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank well, you, Lord. Well, if there's anyone here that know Jesus is the Lord and Savior and, and you were directed here this morning and you heard this word and you say, you know, I want this life that the pastor's talking about. I, I, there's a tug on my heart today. I, I just feel like I'm supposed, today's my day. My, I believe the word that's being preached this morning. You know, I really believe that Jesus died for me, that he wouldn't leave me in the state that I'm in. Mm 
that God, a God who loves me, would not leave me in the state that I'm in, in the condition that I am, and that he wants me taken out of the state. I, I, I need a Savior. I can't save myself. I've been trying to fix myself. I've been trying to be different. But I need a Savior. I, 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 Father, God, I need Jesus Christ to come into my life. I believe he died for me. And I believe that he rose again. And I believe he rose for me. I believe he paid for my sins. I believe he paid for my sins. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart this morning. I ask you to live on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for Jesus. Amen. I thank you for Jesus. Yes. And I receive him as my Lord and as my Savior. Mm. Well, if that's your testimony this morning, in Jesus' name we pray that. Amen. Mm -hmm. If that's your testimony this morning, if you, say, if you can say that, if you can say yes to that, if you believe that in your heart, then you're saved this morning. The Word of God says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. It didn't say if you were perfect. It didn't say if you were weak. You've already declared you need a Savior, so you identify the fact that you're weak and you can't do it on your own. Well, today's your day. You're in, you're in a family. You're in a family of God. You're in the kingdom of God, and God wants to do a work on the inside of you. He wants to do a work in your life. Mm. So you need to find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church mm. that's going to help you to grow up, that's going to disciple you in the things of God, that's going to preach Jesus, that's going to give you good news and not bad news. Mm that's going to give you good news. And, uh, and if, if this church, if you feel like this church is a church that can help you, go to our website, www.wordaliveministriesva.net and you can pull off our information, our phone number, our times of service. You can pull it off and then, uh, and then we'd love to help you. We'd love to disciple you. We'd love to, and you know what, we're discipling a young man down in, <laughs> down in Georgia through social media and, or, or through the phone if we have to, you know, through technology. Uh, but we would like to, if, you, if you're in another city or state, we'd like to help you find a good church home where you can go fellowship and be a part of, a, be, be a part of the body in that way. So, well, we just thank you all. We thank Amen. you all for being here today, and we hope that today you'll go and that you'll share this message if, if it's blessed you, that, um, and that you'll rejoice and that you'll begin to, to allow the grace of God to work on the inside of you. God created this, this church here that's left in earth is to be a powerful church. We're not to be like the world. We're to be like Jesus Christ. Amen. And we can be. I mean, the word doesn't lie. You see it in the scripture. He wants you to rule and reign, glory to God. He wants you to rule. He wants you to walk with him in his victory. Amen. Amen. So walk with him in this victory. Amen. Amen? Amen. Well, glory to God. Have a wonderfully blessed week. And be a blessing. And share the word of God. Share Jesus Christ everywhere you go. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Glory.